Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Stream party. I'm your host today, Trey Kirby, and joining me on this journey through Boston, Lee Ellis. Lee, what's up, mate? Ah, Trey, isn't it great to be here? It feels like I've been with you all day and now I'm seeing you online. What kind of a crazy world is this, you know? This is the most time we've actually spent apart today. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Retreating to our rooms, not mixing our dongles, and. uh, You know, just streaming from a hotel room. Nothing better than this. Guys being dudes in hotel rooms. Yeah, I see uh, in the stream as well, someone here, uh, A Defset, is calling you and me the Richie Benno boys. I like that. So uh... (laughs) The Benno boys. Yeah. That's okay. Marvelous. I saw people uh, people in the stream team were talking about... uh, what the various pairings and matchings of uh, the five of us on No Dunks are called. Yep. I don't know if we ever had an official nickname, but I will gladly accept mm. the Benno Boys. Mm. Mm. Thank you we, so much. I think we've got that uh, somewhere. I, I don't know where it is, but it had all the different links. Remember, there was a photo of us from the starters days and it had all the different links the, uh, to all the different players. So we'll have to, I'll try to dig that one out and see if we can add to it as well. Yeah, a lot of various Venn diagrams mm, on that, that's if, the I'm word not, I'm if I'm not for, mistaken. Yeah. Uh, maybe some webbings pointing yeah. this way and that. But thank you to everybody who's joining us live right now. Uh, in the stream team, maybe for today we're calling it the Bean Team, as long as you're talking about Boston. <laughs> they're still giving it to us, Lee. People act like they don't call it Bean Town around here, but we saw a sign. I mean, like, you, in downtown Boston, we saw a Bean Town Boys Bar or something like that. I mean, it's crazy. So it is called the Bean Town. I'm going to say that now. And uh, if anyone wants to fight me, I'll say, well, listen, it's on, your, it's on the pubs down in the main street downtown. So, you know, it's not our problem if you don't like it. Yeah, we didn't uh, we didn't invent the name. We're just helping uh, people remember the That's name. Right. And if you put it on a sign, we're definitely going to say it. It makes it official. Mm. But some of us, uh, some of you joining us here on YouTube, very cool. Some of us, lis- some of you listening to the podcast afterwards, also cool. And as we found out from John Schumann last night, some people listen to the podcast by playing YouTube hours after it's even gone live. So a multitude of ways, more Venn diagrams than you can imagine. Uh, But if you found your way here, thank you very much. If you want to subscribe to The Athletic, do so at theathletic.com slash no dunks so we can keep going on awesome trips like this. (laughs) <laughs> that's right yeah please do that's exactly right i say it's an awesome trip lee because we got off to a hot start as uh, many people know when no dunks takes a trip somewhere we love to get busy on the crossword puzzle it's usually you and skeets like to start it off get through as much as you can hand it off to me i was getting excited you tweeted a picture of me or mm-hmm. a picture to me i was in the airport i was just waiting just waiting in my security line you said ready for you big dog yeah <laughs> <laughs> Drop the crossword puzzle. I started solving the easy ones I could. Yeah. But then I didn't hear from you at all on the plane, mate. Listen, I mean, 
this is one of those good bad things in life like i love sharing i love the experience i love the camaraderie when we do the crossword together we work as a team uh -huh. but for the first time ever in the history of my life uh trey kirby was not needed to come in and uh be the closer i did the crossword i finished it in its entirety all by myself on a plane and uh that's just to me just just crazy 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 stuff i don't know how it happened but it did happen and um it's wild, man. Just wild stuff. So now look, it hasn't been audited. I will say that. So uh, Wait, you want to talk about not knowing what you're doing. I tried to go solo on you showing off your 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 handiwork there. <laughs> and it was just a lot a full shot of me just looking <laughs> like an idiot. <laughs> and nonetheless, we're gonna have to take your word for it. I completely. Think. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you nailed it. Uh, did you have any trouble? Was there anything that stumped you at all? <laughs> Honestly, no, not really. Like, I mean, you know what? A crossword gets easier the further you get into it usually because you've got, you know, three or four letters or whatever of a, of a word and you can sometimes fill the gaps. And that just kept on happening here. And so I was great. I guess, I guess the only one I didn't know was an official word is a part of a fork. I'll see if you can get it. Four letters, part of a fork, starts with a T. Hey, mate, I tweeted you that one. Oh, even. did you really? That's a tine, baby. Oh, wow, I didn't see that because you know the rules as well. I can't start the crossword until we're actually airborne. So That's right, I, that's right. Know, I, I certainly can't take uh, tips off, uh, off, off the internet or anything like that. So that's I, right. didn't, I didn't actually see that. But so anyway, I got there in the end, but mainly because I got the other ones around it. So uh, I was just filling in the gaps. But anyway, we've got a trip back here on Saturday morning. Yeah, we'll get one on Saturday. I'll try to, uh, I'm sure, I'm sure I'll be back to struggling after, uh, you know, five or six questions anyway again. And you'll, you'll, be, uh, you'll be called in to come and uh, close it out as usual. I hope so. I hope to get some uh, letters and some squares. I don't know if they get harder during the week as they do for mm. the New York Times, but mm. uh, if the USA Today is a challenging one on Saturday, we might have an exciting flight because on the way down here, I watched The Lost Leonardo. Pretty cool little documentary, but I was a little shocked, Lee, when you told me your movie choice. Everybody's <laughs> expecting you to go with Mrs. Doubtfire if it's available. I don't know if you even checked, but you did go with another older newer movie well what is old is new again that's right uh i went with scream and um <laughs> you know look it's basically exactly what you expect it to be you know a few twists and turns but ultimately basically the same movie that was made in 1996 a couple of your classics come back of course courtney cox uh nev campbell and uh david arquette are in it and then it's just the cast is kind of just a you know i think cuba gooding jr's son is in it actually I think the uh, third Cuba the third. Yeah, I believe so because there was uh, at the end of it the cre uh, when the credits rolled it said someone Gooding and I sort of seemed to remember at one point. Oh yeah, that may be his son. So uh, yeah, it's crazy though. I mean, most times when a movie comes back, they actually change something about the name. This time they just said, nah, we're just going to scream again. It's basically the same movie. <laughs> Who cares? So uh, yeah. you said they even brought back uh, landlines for this oh. scream. I mean, again, like the very first scene of the very first movie back in 96, it was like the landline ringing and it rings again and again. It's just like, there's no way the actress, she was a young girl. Like, I don't know her name or how old she was. But I was like, she must be like, what the hell is this? What, who uses this? How do you call? You know, <laughs> What's and then, this string all about? Yeah. And like, you can't tell who's calling and stuff. It's wild. So, uh, but it was a perfect airplane movie, you know, because like your rules at the airport when it comes to food and stuff. There are no rules when watching anything on, on a plane. It's like whatever gets you through that journey is perfect. And this one, as we were touching down, was coming to the climax. And I was like, ah, perfect. I'll get off here and, uh, and, and, and I've gotten rid of the flight. It was great. 
That's a great review. Scream. The new <laughs> Scream is a perfect airline movie because it's two hours. That's yes. all you need to know. Uh, yes. And you can tell that that's kind of a qualification because when you're searching through them, they say under two hours. So you know which to be looking for. I think that's Absolutely. pretty funny. Good question here from uh, Jovante in the stream team. Did you scream on the plane? No, I mean, you, because you know what's going to happen, it, it's kind of gross, to be honest, actually. Um, it definitely needs a parental guidance uh, before you proceed to watch it because there's some pretty gory close-up stuff, you know, and it's kind of like, oh, you know, hope people around me, because you can always see if you're sitting behind someone what they're watching on the screen and stuff. So, yeah, it, it's it's pretty... Uh, Pretty close up, and uh, you know, you know, you see a lot of the real slashes, but it's scream. You know, it's kind of half a half a comedy, half a thriller, half a you know horror movie or whatever. So, uh, I've seen. I wonder how many screams I've seen over the years. I've probably seen at least two or three of them. That's um, eh, the same. Also, you don't really know where Scream ends and Scary Movie, the parody series, starts. It's a great call. You know, it's it's it all just blends in together. Um, but uh, yes, uh, I've got as well. Skeet Ulrich makes a return uh, in this as He's well. He's back. Yeah, yeah. Skeet's back. Yeah. So that's uh, tough. That's tough for J.E. Skeets, you know. I feel like he's ha- he's been the reigning skeet king uh, for quite some time as Ulrich has faded to the yeah. background. But if he's back now, I don't know. Um, but it's funny. Jovante mentioned screaming on the plane. I didn't hear anything from Lee. But as soon as we were getting ready to take off, the woman sitting directly behind me yelled, "Trey!" <laughs> I, like, I stare back at her not me there are other people named trey wow. you don't run into them very often and definitely not somebody screaming about it behind you but that definitely threw me off yeah. but especially when you're not traveling with your family or anything yes. you're by yourself first time probably since what chicago of 2020 all-star week and you're traveling by yourself and someone's still like hey trey trey <laughs> 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 so we made it to Boston, uh, got together with John Schumann last night, uh, had a little dinner, had some talks, some great life chats. Yeah. yeah. You got anything else about Schumann? He, he, gave us, he gave us the hack of watching slash listening to the YouTube video when you're sitting at your desk. Pretty smart. Yeah. Uh, look, Schumann's always great to catch up with. He's always got a few stories, a few tales to tell. Uh, but it was really just three dads sitting around having some pizza having a couple of beers and uh just uh, shooting the shit we haven't seen each other for a long time and it's a great thing about shrooms talking about oddly talking about basketball here for a change he had no idea which way this series is going someone like shrooms who is so up to like speed with everything in the nba even he was kind of like mm, not sure which way this is going to go so that was great but uh it's always good when you see a few people that you haven't seen for a long time and uh you can just hang out again because honestly we just hadn't been able to do that for so long so uh, Shum's always always a good quality catch up. Yeah, great to see you, Schumann, last night. Went out to breakfast this morning, and Lee, you uh, you threw our server for a bit of a loop. <laughs> you ordered your food. You said, "I want a croissant. I want uh, an oatmeal bowl, and I want an espresso, but I don't yeah. want it to the end because it's a mm. small amount." And the the server's like, "So you want a shot of espresso?" You're like, "Yes, but at the end." But at the end, I want my coffee at the end. She's like, oh, okay. She nailed it. She 100% nailed it. But it seemed to be uh, a surprising request. Yes. Well, it was, a, it was a combo. It was the coffee and croissant combo there. But I was like, I don't want my coffee pre-meal. I'm a post-meal, post-breakfast coffee sipper, drinker. And, and it is an espresso. An espresso is not something you sort of, it's not like your big Americano coffee where you can sit there and sort of slurp away while you're eating your breakfast. This is like a, you know, you sip it and you enjoy it. 
And so I just tried to say to her in a polite way, I said, listen, I, I want my coffee and croissant, but I want the croissant first. And if you could just bring me the coffee, you know, I, I'll let you know when I'm finished, if you can bring it over. But she nailed it. She was actually great, very friendly. There was no sort of like a pursing of the lips or anything like that. Like, oh, okay. Okay, mister, we'll do whatever you want. You fancy Nancy drink here. But uh, yeah, that was great. I mean, you know, because we didn't really have a plan for breakfast this morning. And I was like, oh, I'm not really sure. We didn't sort of go over that. I'll, I'll send Trey a message, let him know what I'm doing. We went uh, down there, met up together. And then, you know, again, it's like when you, we haven't sort of had a traveling trip for a while. So you've got to get used to the chemistry again and, and each other's um, <laughs> particular, you know, particularities. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, and uh, because I was also there, like my meal came and you ordered something that they didn't actually have it. And I was like, and I forgot they said that. I thought you ordered something else. So I'm like, do I wait for Trey here or do I keep going? And then they were taken forever. And I'm like, where's, where's your meal? You said, oh, I didn't really order one. I just, uh, I just had the coffee and that. Oh, what did you have again? <laughs> the- I, uh, uh, Queen Amman. A Queen oh. Amman, a word that I, uh, or a pastry I only know how to pronounce because I saw <laughs> the phonetic pronunciation once written on a board selling it as well. And it seemed to me that I was the first person to ever order it there because yes. our server was like, the what? I was like, <laughs> um, I think that's how you say it. And it's at the bottom and it should be very fluffy on the top. It came, yes. it was delicious. And I heard another server describing it to our server as the cute one. So yes. it is a very cute little pastry. Uh, <laughs> a lot of a uh, delicate folding goes into that one. But, you know, by the end of this week, I mean, we're like two steps away from this cafe. They're going to be nailing your espresso at the end order. I'll be known as Mr. Queen Amon when we come in. They'll be throwing (laughs) us parties and stuff. It should be cool. (laughs) Day really picked up, though, when we finally headed out onto the streets of Boston. Went to, I don't know exactly, Lee. I'm sure some of the Boston Beantown boys and girls here in the stream team will let us know for sure. We went to Boston Common, but it's also Boston Garden. But it's not that Boston Garden. But the common and the garden, they're all together. We walked around there. We had a great time. We played a, a quick game of what about this historical figure walking up to every statue. Lots of statues here in this city of Boston. They'll give one to anybody. I saw a guy just walking with his jacket on. They made a statue of him. Apparently yeah. he was a mayor. You're a mayor, you get a statue. But anyways, they had a ton of them there. We would walk by and I would ask Lee what he thinks this person was. So we'll be dropping that video hopefully in not too long. But then we also got busy doing a little bit of No Dunks promotional work, Lee. We snuck a shirt onto a bench in Boston Common or Garden. You see the Beantown Boys shirt there. We left it, and as soon as we put down that shirt, it started (laughs) raining for the only three minutes of the day. But for those three minutes, boy, did it come down. I was like, "Uh uh-oh, this is, uh," felt like it was there to stay. And then, as you say, after three minutes, look up in the sky. Half the sky was dark gray. And the other half was beautiful blue. It was like, what the hell is going on here? Because I wasn't sure what to expect this morning. I checked the radar. The radar was clean on the weather network, but it also said uh, expect heavy thunderstorms this afternoon. So I'm like, it doesn't seem, one of them's lying here. Someone's got it wrong. (laughs) So we put the shirt down, took the risk, and then we sat up or or we waited up in a little, uh, what do you call that, a uh, gazebo Gazebo, sure, yep. And how incredible was that? We were up there, 10 seconds later, there was a fan who was like, hey, are you guys uh, from NBA TV? Not quite. Close enough. It's good enough, though. Uh, the, we have uh, been there, yes. Yes, we have been there. Uh, really nice family there. Uh, the, the Nowacki family, I believe it was, and uh, their daughter. Maybe uh, father was really high on daughter making the WNBA there sometime. So uh, keep your eyes and ears open for probably, I'm guessing, about 10 to 12 years 
Uh, there might be a Nawaki in the family. She's got great handles already, can shoot the ball, according to Dad. So uh, that was very, very fun. Great way. Again, when the rain's coming down, we were just sort of waiting there for a few minutes, and all of a sudden we met some people who knew the show. It was great. Chatted them up, met the people that knew the show, and got our first pick uh, of the weekend. If I'm not mistaken, Mr. Nawaki thinks that it's Boston tonight, mm. probably taking the win in their first uh, home game here in the finals but didn't sound too confident that they would win both uh, back here in Beantown, which I think is pretty fair. Nonetheless, we're sitting there waiting in the gazebo. We're like, all right, let's wait around here for a few more minutes. We'll see if anybody comes down and try, tries to pick up this shirt, because like you're saying, it didn't rain for very long. It was uh, over pretty quickly, so we were nice and dry in the gazebo. Had a great spot to uh, keep an eye on our shirt. But eventually we left, you know, we could only wait there so long because we had a lot of uh, lobster roll eating to do <laughs> later. Uh, but very luckily for us, the shirt was found by a No Dunks fan by the name of Ziv, who came down, must have been like right after, right yeah. after the rain, uh, wearing a No Dunks Warriors sweatshirt, which I think is very funny. Grab the Beantown Boys shirt. So... Mission successful, I thought. Yes, uh, and we tried to track him down. We went back. We thought, let's go and see if he's still there. But unfortunately, uh, we did, we couldn't find uh, Zeev there. But that uh, was great because a couple of people walked past that shirt, and I was like, oh, 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 oh. Uh, but they Are walked they past. Get it? Yeah. Are they gonna get it? No, <laughs> no. Nope. Nope. It didn't, didn't even attract. Look. No, it didn't attract anyone's attention. Even um, just a shirt on a park bench there. So uh, <laughs> you, you, had, you had to know what you were looking for there. But I'm glad Zeev found it. So. That was fun. That was that was that was great, and um, yeah, it was really uh, beautiful walking through the common there. That that was definitely the common, that part of it. Uh, reminded me that part of, was the common. Yeah, it reminded me of uh, Ali McBeal. Remember that show, Ali McBeal? I think that was set in Boston, wasn't it? Yeah, I imagine. Yes, I think it was, and yeah. they probably did have a lot of uh, walking and talking scenes. Very yes. beautiful, cinematic. Yeah, uh, obviously the swan boats. Yeah, floating. But- lush green beautiful city here so uh yeah beautiful stuff boston well done what was your favorite statue you saw Uh, you don't have to have a favorite (laughs) probably don't have a favorite statue but i know what your favorite part of the day was because it was the next part of the day we Mm -hmm. walked to neptune oyster bar uh for the lobster rolls that we had on the no season required tour what was that 10 years ago literally 10 years ago 2012 uh isn't that right? Or 2011? 2011, yeah. Yeah, 2011. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we went, got a nice seat outside, and as we're waiting, as we're waiting in line, up walks yet another No Dogs fan. Shout out to <laughs> Lucas, a Brazilian who I think he said he was living in Switzerland That's at right. the time. Lee went deep into the bag, found the Beantown Boys shirt, hooked him up, and Lucas right away went for the very solid uh, <laughs> thumb to thumb, dongle to dongle uh, pose, which I thought was great incredible stuff that the the first two fans we met were were new from the starters days uh there really i mean um yeah lucas was great and uh you know he, I, I said he sort of reminded me a little bit of roger federer he had uh you know a bit of an accent there he's brazilian living in switzerland had very very nice hair lucas and uh yeah it was great while we were waiting in line there for uh for neptune so um that's the thing if you are listening and you're in boston if you see trey and i out there's a good chance we're going to have some Beantown shirts on us. So, uh, you know, if you see us, you want one, just scream, yell, act as if it was like uh, what Trey heard on the aeroplane there yesterday. Just scream out, Trey! <laughs> oh, look, regardless. Yes, absolutely. And, uh, yeah. and we'll have a shirt, we'll get a photo and uh, have a chat. It's been, it's been incredible so far just meeting uh, a couple of fans. 
we had a minor fanboy moment as well, because Lee, you spotted over my shoulder, Sean Saranya, you're not going to believe this, he was on the phone. Yes. But he was here in Boston. I think he went to the next door uh, restaurant. <laughs> Got a different sort of lobster roll, perhaps. But uh, yeah, it was pretty funny to see yep. Shams working it. Uh, I went over. I interrupted him when he was on his call. Just gave him a quick fist bound. <laughs> said, maybe we'll take a picture later. It never happened. Yeah. But, you know, breaking news. Shams is at the NBA Finals. Yeah, it's funny, actually. I haven't checked his tweets to see if he's tweeted anything since, uh, what, about an hour and a half ago to see what, what he was talking <laughs> about who he was talking to, what news he had there. So, uh, but yeah, pretty funny to see a, uh, a Shams out in the wild there. But maybe it was just a radio hit or something like that. Maybe he wasn't actually, yeah, uh, you know. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty funny to see him just sitting there there having some, uh, well, I guess he had some lobster rolls. We didn't see. He ducked into that uh, other place there and yeah. didn't come out. Yeah, I, get, I mean, I guess we got to wait and see if he puts up a YouTube short trying to figure out how much his lobster rolls cost. We did get lobster rolls. If you listen to the show earlier this week, I think it was earlier this week, uh, Lee was talking about how excited he was to get back and get these lobster rolls a decade later. And Skeets, I think, said, how much do you think they're going to cost? As it turns out, a lobster roll where we went, market price right now, $36 per lobster roll. You think that's a fair price, Lee? 36 per? I mean, it's a bit, uh, it's a little bit steep there, isn't it? I mean, uh, I know lobsters, uh, anytime anything is market price on the menu, I mean, I think you're at the mercy of the... It could be rest- anything. Yeah, the restaurant manager might be having a bad day. Like, oh, fuck you guys, you're paying 36 bucks a pop for these today. I'm not going to tell you until you see the menu, or until, until you see the bill. <laughs> but if you get them on a good day, maybe they're like, yeah, I'll give them to you for 25 a day. But I have to say, look, they were bigger and juicier and lobsterier than I remember them from... Uh, they were the huge, first... man. They were massive, yeah. I they thought... were huge to the point where we got a cold and a hot each. We had the cold first, hot second, and I would say probably about halfway through the hot, I was like, "Yeah, I, I have to finish this. I have to eat this because <laughs> I know it's market price, so I'm not just going to leave it sitting there. Uh, yeah, people were hating on me. They said, Trey, you watching your carbs? No, I was watching... Uh, my stomach distension and being able to function for the rest of the day because, whoa, buddy, there's yeah. a lot of lobster on those rolls. Yeah, I mean, great, really. The taste was great. The service was excellent, by the way. Uh, great waitress and wait, oh, two waitresses we had there. They did a fantastic job. But, I, you know, as parents, we often, uh, we heard this as we were kids, and I'm sure you've said it to your girls. I've said it to my boys. Oh, eyes bigger than your stomach, you know, because <laughs> when she yes. plumped down the yes, second indeed. one. Yes, <laughs> indeed. When she plunked down the second one, I was like, I did not expect to be this full after the first one. I had the little salad there too. I I had to get some greenery into me. I had the salad, then the second lobster came with the fries. And I was like, okay, those fries, fine. I don't really want to eat them anyway. But that lobster, I had to get through it. There's no way I could leave half a lobster on on uh, on the plate there. So I got through it, but oh. Blobster after that, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you're paying market price, it would be disrespectful to the lobster. Oh, yeah. Oh, to leave it <laughs> exactly, there. yeah. yeah. Maybe uh, this is NBA. Right. Maybe it's NBA Finals lobster market price as well. <laughs> That's the finals price? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think yeah. maybe they were, they were listening to us, uh, you know, just converse at the table. And I said, what would be a shocking price to you? Yeah. And if they overheard that, because I think you said like, I don't know. 39 so yeah like, okay we, yeah. we can't go 39 we cannot yeah. go 39 36 yeah. they might be okay with yeah, yeah. and we were uh once twice in a lifetime experience you know having lobster yes. rolls together and uh the, the the guests next to us the two ladies one of them pulled out the old uh camera 
that had a film reel. Camera. Like you, you reel the film on. It was like, what? Is, what is that? I, I tried to get a photo of her. Tried to get a sneaky photo of her using that camera and reeling it on. But uh, she uh, she put it away after taking a few shots of the outside look there of the of the um, Neptunes. But uh, I haven't seen one of those cameras out in the wild in a long time, especially for a young person. It's it's a bit like Scream at the top with the phone. It's like, <laughs> how would a young person even know how to use a camera like this? You know, where you have to get film and you got to go and get it developed. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, you got to ask the older generation, mate. What does this do? What does this do? You know, yeah. that's how my kids know how to play a record now. They're like, where oh, did yeah. the songs come from? <laughs> well, a needle, believe it or not. But from there, we finally made our way to the TD Garden to pick up credentials, see what we're going to be getting into. And what do you know, Lee, as we're going to the garden to get our credentials, we run into yet another No Dunks fan. Shout out to Mike. I believe he's getting married and he tracked us down, snapped a quick pick. So shout out to you, Mike. Congratulations on your upcoming nuptials and likely as saying, if you see us, holler at us. Just yell our names. We'll take a picture. Tons of fun. And we're very excited for tonight at, to go back to the Garden for Game 3. We haven't really gotten much info here on the ground yet. We got in after practice yesterday. We just picked up our credentials a couple hours ago. Things don't kick off until 7 o'clock-ish tonight with coach interviews and stuff. But what are you feeling for Game 3 tonight? Please. It's crazy, you know, like... Um... It feels like it was about a week ago since we had the last game. Um, and obviously, Golden State played really well at home. But I, I, I'm expecting the crowd to be pretty loud tonight. And I feel... I think I want Boston to win to keep the series... Like, to prove that that game one wasn't a fluke, you know? It wasn't like they just sure. kind of got hot and got lucky. So, you know, and, and they've got... They stole home court advantage. So I want them to sort of keep that advantage over Golden State. Certainly before Friday night. Then that's a different story. We can, we can talk about that. But... Uh, I, I think Boston probably takes it tonight. I mean, I think, uh, you know, they know that uh, they they kind of let go of the rope a little bit there in game two. If The third quarter is going to be huge, as always. It's like, what, oh, yeah. what are you going to do? What sort of team for the Celtics is going to show up in the third quarter? They've had so much preparation time now to think about it. It's like, do not let the Warriors go off in the third quarter. You got lucky in game one, game two it cost you just don't be so... I, I think uh, they've been outscored by 60 points or something like that in, in the third quarter so far uh, of these two games. Something crazy like that. Maybe not that many, but um, that's it. I think that's the key here for Boston. Start the second half really, really well, and uh, and maybe you can be 2-1 up in the series. Yeah, it definitely feels like the third quarter is the quarter uh, for this final series because the Warriors are so good in the third quarter. We've seen multiple times uh, this postseason where the Celtics have just not had it in the third quarter. Obviously, they've been able to get some of them back uh, in the fourth quarter, but man, what a huge swing quarter that one has been um, so far all the way in the Warriors' favorites. Um, and who knows? I mean, who knows how things go tonight because Nelly is performing at halftime. Oh. Does that oh. favor Does that favor the Warriors or does that favor the Celtics? What do you think? Well, it favors me. I love favors Nelly. Favors you? Bro. Yeah, yeah. You might get some good content out of this if he starts dropping some ride with me or uh, getting hot in here or uh, a couple of other of his bangers there. He did the one with uh, Destiny Child Girl. What's her name? Um uh, Kelly Rowland. Yes. yes dilemma. Yeah. I don't yeah, think he- we're hearing Dilemma tonight. <laughs> 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 I mean, no offense. I think a ride with me is certainly possible. Country yeah. grammar, got to yeah. be in the mix. Hot in here. Yes. Oh, hot in here. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You don't think you but, can uh, slow, but I don't slow know it down that. a little bit? 
Yeah. No, uh, I don't think he's going to play that, and I don't think he'll play that song he did with Tim McGraw either. But yeah, yeah, I'm hoping yeah, for all bangers from Nelly. That'll be exciting. Love a yeah. good halftime act. I don't. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen yet who's doing the anthem, but I also think it's going to be a big game for Al Horford tonight. Mm-hmm. Had an incredible game one. You know, put himself in the finals MVP mix after having an awesome fourth quarter. Barely got any shots up, though, in uh, yeah. game two there. Clay Thompson was guarding Al Horford. We had Draymond on Jalen Brown. And that's just seemed to kind of take Horford out of the rhythm of the game. You know, Clay doesn't help quite as much to the rim as Draymond would and probably a little quicker to recover on some of those threes. So it'll be interesting to see how Ime Udoka, like, generates looks for yeah. Al Horford. Because I think that a huge reason that the Celtics won game one is some incredible performances from the others, as Shaq would yeah. call them. 15 threes, right, between Derek White, Horford, and Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart, yeah. They barely scored. Uh, in game two. So we know Brown's going to be solid. We know Tatum's going to be solid. Hopefully they can clean up some of the turnover issues, but they still got to get scoring uh, otherwise from besides from their couple of stars. And that was Horford in game one. When he plays well, the Celtics look unbeatable. And, you know, they haven't lost two straight games yet in the postseason. Golden State hasn't lost two straight games yet in the postseason. For whatever reason, Boston has been better on the road than they have been at home. But I'm with you. I do think that this game favors the Celtics tonight, their first finals game in a decade. Yeah. 12 years, I think we were saying. So yeah. it should be rocking. Uh, we saw our media seats today, Lee, and they are way up there. We were looking eye to eye with the Boston Bruins retired numbers. I like the classy touch. They use full names yeah. on those. Robert Orr, yeah. Philip Esposito. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I've never heard of him uh, known as Rob. Oh, hang on, I'm thinking of Gore. Oh, Bob Orr, yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, Bobby, thinking... yeah. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, Gordon Howe, I yeah. suppose, is what they would do uh, yeah. if he were a Bruin, but he's not. Nonetheless, um, we're way up there. The arena looks cool, looked very green. It sounds incredibly loud on the television. Oh, Neither yeah. of us have seen a game at the Garden here, so I'm pretty pumped. Going to be really fun. Uh, I don't know. Would you what go else so you got far? Me? Well, would you go so far as to say this is a must-win for the Celtics? I mean, do you think it? Do you think it has that much weight tonight? Because they lost the last two game threes in the last two series, but of course went on to win those series. But they have trailed in series and they've come back. But this is also the Warriors, and and you know the, the Warriors might have got their stinker out of the way there in game one. Um, you know, I mean, obviously, look, game four is is it's going to be two one no matter what to somebody here. But I just wonder if Boston. There's a little bit more at stake here to, to just to sort of show, as I said earlier, that game one wasn't a fluke. It was, it was the, there was more substance to that because those guys you mentioned, Smart, Horford, Derek White, I think they went two for seven combined in game two. They only got seven three pointers up. They took twenty three in game one. So uh, yeah, I expect they need better performance. Yeah, it's not fifteen for twenty three, but somewhere in the middle between fifteen and for twenty three and two for seven at least. Yeah, I mean, I see Penguin Pizza here is calling it a pivotal game three. Mm. Maybe, maybe, (laughs) but I don't know. It doesn't seem to me a total must win for either team because both teams have been so resilient. I imagine this is Tass here in the stream team saying the Celtics are 6-0 following losses Mm. this postseason. They're great at bouncing back. They've been resilient all season. Even game one, you know, the Warriors came out great in the first quarter. Celtics bounced back in the second quarter. Third quarter, obviously, Warriors. Fourth quarter, obviously, Celtics. They've done a great job of bouncing back, so that's kind of why I think the game favors them tonight. But if they lose, 
I still think they have a great shot in game four, mm. still being at home, still being a team that recovers after a loss. They do a good job of shortening their rotations, playing a little bit tougher, and just making tiny little adjustments to make things happen. So I don't think it's a total must win, but I also don't want to see another blowout. You know, nah. I think that, that that's the I would so so not a must win. But a must don't get blown out. Yeah, a must. It's got to stay competitive. Yeah, a must play well enough to believe that uh, game four is there for them if they do if they do yeah. blow. The, yeah, because that's the thing. If you put if they put up a stinker at home in their first one, then uh, you know you're gonna it's gonna certainly sway back the momentum's gonna go back to Golden State's favor. But uh, as long as tonight, yeah, I just want a competitive game. I, I want it to be one of those ones where we are watching until the end and not one where you know you're seeing Luke. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, well, I, I do want to see Luke Cornett out there, yeah. <laughs> but that just might be me, you know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm a big Cornett homer uh, <laughs> because he played for the Bulls during one of their worst periods. Total homer thing to say. I'm hey, tap hey. dancing a little here. Yeah, well. Words. Listen, listen, I've just seen in the in the stream team here, we've got a couple of fans, uh, Dobromir Gospodinov and uh, Sean Sean GMC, they've contributed four dollars to our, uh, our our lobster fund here. So uh, listen, we might have to go back and have more lobster rolls here. At, uh, <laughs> at Def G. I tell you, we'll take one ninth of yeah. a lobster roll, yeah. please. Yeah. That's all I can handle right now. We did get a good question here from Limousine, who says, "How close are you guys going to be to courtside? This close?" Yes. So not courtside, but mm, court building. We'll be in the court yes. building. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, look, it'll be fun anyway to watch it from uh, from where the where the real fans watch the game. You know, from the uh, from the cheap seats up there. But uh, hopefully the we run into yeah. Hopefully we run into a few people there from the uh, NBA media world, and we uh, have some fun stories to uh, to share with the fans there tonight, and uh, hopefully get a good game as well. So. Because we will be back a lot. Well, yeah, we'll be we'll be doing a show after the game tonight. Uh, from where and exactly what time? TBD. But uh, yeah. Skeets obviously will be joining us as well. Uh, but we're going to hopefully be able to do it from the TD Garden there. But uh, we'll have to still figure a little bit of that stuff out when we get there. Yeah, that's exactly right. Penguin Pizza asking if we're going to play Ice Chest. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Tune into the stream. You never know what's going to happen there. Uh, later tonight on YouTube. Let's see, 9 o'clock tips. Uh, we're talking maybe 11.30, midnight Eastern, I would guess. Uh, going live with Skeets to break down whatever happens tonight. Should be very, very exciting. Lee, you got anything else, mate? Uh, not really. No, I, I did go downstairs this morning and asked if they had a USA Today. They didn't have one because I wanted to. I wanted to back Uh-oh. up, you know, like after doing a. Uh, sure, you know, I'm, a, a, you're on a hot streak. Exactly. You got to. You got to. Got to hit it while it's hot. But they didn't have one, so I might. Uh, I might go for a quick walk now. Out, pop over the road and see if I can get one and do the uh, do the crossword. See if I can go two for two. Imagine I do a clean sweep on the Boston trip of uh, USA Today. So that'd be just unheard of. If you believe it, you can achieve it. Shout out to Anthony coming through with a couple of bucks for the next lobster rolls in 2031. Should be exciting. Thank you to everybody who joined us live here on YouTube. Thanks to everybody listening to the podcast after. Once again, subscribe to The Athletic, theathletic.com slash no dunks. There's a bunch of athletic people here, uh, Lee. We haven't, we saw Shams obviously on the street, but then I don't know, 10, 12, 15 names or something on the credentials list. So a lot of the Boston writers, I'm sure 
the Golden State guys are here as well. So subscribe to The Athletic. Uh, subscribe to No Dunks if this is your first time joining us somehow. Follow us on all of the various social media places at No Dunks Inc. That's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok. I think we got like a watch playback sort of thing going on. Keep your eye on Twitter for that. Maybe something that Tass and, and Skeets are throwing down. So we shall see what's happening and we will catch you a little bit later tonight. Clipper Bros! You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks very much for joining us, everybody. And remember, is a lobster roll a sandwich? <laughs>